Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode three. When I first meet a client, one of the first things I ask is, what are you doing to apply for jobs right now? What is your current strategy? And almost all of the time, the answer is applying for jobs online. And I want to share a couple of stats with you about that. The stats indicate that less than 10% of online applications result in an interview. And in preparation for this podcast episode, I I did some other research and, you know, I went down a rabbit hole. It was it was kind of overwhelming. I thought, wait, you know what? I'm not even going to go there because what I want to offer you is that the stats do not have to dictate your results. So however long it's people are saying it takes to get a job and I've heard things like, you know, one month for every $10,000 in compensation. There's a lot of information out there, but I will tell you today what is going to be the biggest difference maker in your job search results, and that is rejection tolerance. Let me define this a little bit more. When you are applying for jobs online and you are kind of proud of the success, right? Like, hey, I've applied for 100 jobs in... 10 days or whatever that stat is, the reason that you keep doing it is because you have developed a tolerance for the rejection that you're getting in online applications. Those emails that come through that you know are automated because it came in at 10 o'clock at night or the ones that come in a couple days later that say, thank you very much, but we're moving on to other candidates. I even had one, I'm serious, like three years ago or some crazy amount of time years ago when I was in job search mode that I got a rejection like three years later. Like, oh, they must have been cleaning out their applicant tracking system. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that the reason it's so easy to apply online and keep doing it despite the fact that you're not getting any results, is that you've developed a rejection tolerance for it. And in kind of a weird little way, you're also kind of rewarding yourself for those rejections. And listen, it's it's not good for you, my friend. It is not good for you. So what I want to offer you is a new way to use rejection tolerance to your advantage so that you can change up your job search. Because it does feel like taking action when you're applying to all those online jobs. Um, But it's not the kind of action that is going to get results. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the way I want you to think about results and the way I want you to approach your job search is working with people, getting yourself in front of people as much as you possibly can. 
And that does feel a little bit more dangerous to that primitive brain we have that somehow getting a rejection from a person, which could be in the form of they didn't accept your connection request on LinkedIn, they ghosted you, you didn't get an answer to your question, they never responded to your email, whatever that is, our brain tries to trick us to thinking that that rejection is worse than the rejection of all of those online applications. And that's just your brain feeding that to you. The sting of disappointment is going to be the same no matter which way you choose. I want you to develop a higher level of rejection tolerance so that you can be doing things that are more likely to give you better results, to get you interviews, to get you in front of a set of eyeballs instead of just those online applicant tracking system machines. So how are you going to ramp up your rejection tolerance? Well, I encourage you to do this by setting some big goals for yourself. Set some goals around reaching out to people. Now, I'll put this in the show notes, but I do have some YouTube videos on how to find internal uh, company recruiters as well as general agency recruiters on LinkedIn. So we'll put those in the show notes. But suffice to say that when you set a goal for yourself, one that feels uncomfortable, one that feels like it's going to result in massive amounts of rejection or repeated rejection over and over again, that's a great goal to set. Because when you go for it, no matter what the outcome is, you are building up your tolerance to rejection. So let's talk about reaching out to recruiters. Set a goal for reaching out to 10 recruiters a day just to let them know. And as I say in the in the YouTube video that I know you're going to watch later, this isn't about selling yourself. So this isn't even about making some kind of massive case for why you're right for the job, which is one of the reasons why we procrastinate. We don't want to do that because we're going to be putting ourselves out there and that rejection is going to feel horrible. But these are going to be very similar to the rejections that you get through applicant tracking systems through the online process. Let maybe little micro rejections because they're little short outreaches introducing yourself. And then you're going to follow up with a thank you for accepting my connection request and send your resume. Easy peasy. But what I want you to do is set an aggressive goal for that every single week. The more you do that, the more you are pushing yourself to and ex- to expose yourself to rejection. But those rejections, those activities lead to better results. One of the things in the little bit of research I did was that informational interviews are 12 times more likely to result in a job offer than an online application. So what should you be doing? You should be reaching out to people. You should be looking for ways to connect 
engage, do a short little informational interview, do these things that are getting you in front of people because that's going to be a difference maker in your job search. Now, I know that this is a challenging strategy, but I tell you with all certainty because I see this over and over again with my clients and I personally experienced it, that reaching out to recruiters is a great way to do it. Each of the times that I had my job eliminated, I, for my own good reasons, reasons I really liked, I decided to leave that industry, which meant I was also leaving my network behind me. And the way I navigated my job search was reaching out to recruiters and just introducing myself. Now, it will be something that you may not get all the results you want, and that's okay. But I'll tell you, you're going to connect with a few who are going to be totally fine with you reaching out to them. And this is where you ramp up your rejection tolerance game a little bit again. That is, once you connect with a few recruiters, get them on your follow-up list, send them an email, leave a voicemail, all these little activities that your brain says are going to result in rejection are exactly the kinds of things that you should be doing to help you move forward in your job search. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of people who were really good at rejection tolerance. Um, J.K. Rowling, we all know her, Harry Potter, right? Twelve times she tried to get a publisher to uh, accept her book, publish her book. Didn't happen. You know, what if she would have given up after 12 times? Not only would she have been deprived herself of a great writing career, but she would have deprived the entire world of these imaginative, wonderful books. Dr. Seuss was rejected 27 times when he tried to get Green Eggs and Ham published. Now, all of us I know look back on that book and it's an incredible one that we enjoyed as kiddos that we've shared throughout the generations. 27 times he was rejected. Stephen King, this book Carrie was rejected 30 times before someone agreed to publish it. And Agatha Christie, the great mystery novelist, was rejected time and time again as well. I want you to think of these people as examples of rejection tolerance. I'm sure there's a lot more in other industries. And listen, I'm one from my job search history that I can tell you how much rejection I also faced. But what I can tell you with absolute certainty is that when I finally decided that I was tired of accepting the rejection from online applications and put together a plan for reaching out to human beings, reaching out to recruiters, getting myself in front of people, and decided I was willing to tolerate that rejection, everything changed. Uh, I got a job in 47 days after I figured out that I was done doing online rejection and ready to face rejection from human beings. 
you can do it too. It's 100% possible. Now, I want to leave you with this last thought. I'm going to paraphrase uh, Teddy Roosevelt. If you get rejected, at least you get rejected daring greatly. This is from his speech about entering into the arena. Listen, rejection is part of the job search. It's part of the process. Just like submitting manuscripts to publishers and getting rejected is part of that process. Reaching out to people and wanting to present yourself to them and get your resume in front of them and connect on LinkedIn or whatever the platform is, once you accept that rejection is just part of the process and you decide that it means nothing about you and you can be 100% detached from any meaning associated with that rejection other than the fact that everything you want is on the other side of that next rejection, your job search is going to change. I guarantee it. All right. Well, I hope that you go out there and set a big goal for getting rejected and get great new results because you're going to leave online applications behind and start getting in front of people. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk again soon. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.